All right. Hi, everybody. Um, I'm here with another episode of Becoming with Carly, and I'm with one of my very best friends, Haley. And uh, she is a great friend. She's like my roommate, but not really my roommate, like my neighbor, but also not really my neighbor. We're like roommates, neighbors, slash soulmates. Yeah, pretty much. Like, like it was meant. It was meant to be that we exactly we live in each other's backyard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's kind of how we met too. Is like in your backyard. Yeah. Well, it was in your front yard. Yeah. So my my front yard, (laughs) backyard. (laughs) Let's just confuse everyone. Yeah. Well, okay. So your dad is our landlord, Mm -hmm. and we like. My husband and I live in the front house, and then you live in what some people would know as, like, a mother-in-law suite Mm -hmm. in the back. So it's completely disconnected, but it's, like, the perfect roommate situation. Yeah, for sure, because it's, like, we don't hear each other. We don't deal with each other unless we want to. Right, and then, but it's nice knowing that, like, you're here and Mm -hmm. I'm there, and, like, when I come outside and you're out back, it's, like, oh, hey, let's hang out. Yeah, exactly. Which is how we met. Exactly. Yeah. So... One day I was driving home and I pulled in our driveway and I saw Carly pulling in to the back of her house. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to go talk to her because it was, I don't know, I was like having a shitty day. And I think I was too. Probably. Probably. And I was like, I really I just tend to have hang those. out with someone. Yeah. And, yeah. And, you know, I was like, I need more friends that are like there when like, you know, just down to hang. Like, yeah. Always being like, let's, let's do it. Like mm-hmm. say yes, whatever. Which we just got our noses pierced because Carly said yes. I know. So. I'm a very yes friend. <laughs> like, but um, if anyone's like, do you want to do this? I'm like, yes. yes. Yeah, I you know. You want to get your nose pierced during but that's like, quarantine? Yes. That's such the seven in you, too. Yeah, I'm a seven. Haley's a three. Yeah. Okay, wait, get back. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll jump. <laughs> but long story short, to say that I just walked up to her. She was getting out of her car, and I was like, do you drink wine? Like my opening line. Yeah. And she said, you were like, no, not right now, unfortunately, but I'll support you in drinking wine. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love you. And then from that point on, we sat in our back, my backyard mm-hmm. and we drink wine and well, I talk wine. shit. No, we talked some shit. We did mad shit that we won't get into. Yeah. We just connected. Yeah. And it was like, we had we a lot more in common. Yeah. Than yeah. I think I thought we would have. Cause yeah. I remember like, I like stalked your Instagram. Oh yeah, you yeah. messaged me because like about that. my dad was like um, talking about you guys and was yeah. and my mom was like, oh, it's this really cute couple. Like, mm-hmm. and um, I think her name's Haley, but then my dad obviously knew your guys' names because it was a more professional right. thing. Yeah, yeah. And um, I like stalked your guys's like social media and was like, oh, she's like doing this in the community and she has she went to western and i went to western for a little bit like we have mutual friends she worked at revolution i worked at revolution like when we were at western Mm -hmm. so i was like wow there's a lot that we have in common but we also have a lot of differences as well yeah but i think it's like the yin and the yang yeah it's like we're unlikely friends yeah i'm starting to learn a lot of my friendships are like that and i'm not mad about it because then it's like i'm starting to kind of get to know different types of people yeah how people react and how they are in terms of friendship exactly and how people just like function and work which I think Mm -hmm. is what I want to accomplish out of this podcast is like Mm -hmm. the differences that we all have but then all the similarities we have as well and just like how you became Haley like right and so um I want to get into that because you actually have your own business Mm -hmm. Moxie K Mm -hmm. so how 
you did all of that and how you started that, how you came up with the name. Cause I think you have like such an interesting eye for those sort of things. And you're mm-hmm. really good at like creating a brand. Yeah. I love it. However, when I first got the idea, I had no idea what I was thinking up. Like, you know, I was just kind of like my whole life up until this point, which I mean, I'm only 26. So mm-hmm. it's not like I'm so old, but you know, I've always been I'm a grandmother. Right? <laughs> um, but you know, 20, 26 years, that's like, a good enough amount of time. Mm-hmm. I've been in the That's work. That's a quarter of your life. Right. But I've been like in my career now for going on what, like five years. Mm-hmm. So um, my background's in public relations and marketing and I graduated college and I always tell my story to like people who like I go to Western classes sometimes and talk and I'm like, you know, I graduated. I thought I had it all planned out, like how all my career was going to go and what I wanted to do. And then it completely did something different. Mm-hmm. So I always tell people, I'm like, you might think it's going to go one way, but it's probably going to go the next way. So, but all for good reasons. Everything happens for a reason, I believe. But so um, basically I always kind of had this feeling whenever I work for someone, this is going to sound bad, but I'm like, I appreciate and respected my bosses. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I always, I feel like I'm a lifelong learner, but I always was like, I can do this better. Mm-hmm. You know, like, always like, uh, that's such well, a three. Right. But I'm like, seriously, I'm like, well, and whether it's better is maybe not the right word, but you know, like maybe more I, efficient yeah, or like, effective. I could do it, fill in the blank, whatever. So I kind of always had that itching at me, like in any role that I've mm-hmm. been in. And then what really got me going and like considering, like, oh, maybe I want to have my own business one day. That was back in 2018 when I discovered Girlboss mm-hmm. and Sophia Amoruso. So Girlboss Radio is her podcast. Mm-hmm. And I started getting into listening to that every morning. Mm-hmm. And she just interviews women who are entrepreneurs who've started their own businesses and just, you know, all of their stories and stuff. And I was like, well, like I could, pro- I could see myself doing that one mm-hmm. day. So then fast forward two years later, I just finally filed for my LLC in June. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So now I'm like official. Uh, but mock- congratulations. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> right. I'm a tax paying small business. So, uh, you pay your taxes. <laughs> I know. That's not for me. Uh, so, but then uh, to speak to what you were mentioning with my name, Moxie K. So I don't know, like whenever I discovered my business's name, I knew I wanted to do something that obviously spoke to who I was as a person. So, and what I do a lot with my clients too, is I just tell them to talk to me. Like, mm-hmm. so for me, obviously I can't talk to myself. So I, like, <laughs> I, I mean, you I could, could <laughs> but you know, probably not the best idea. Like, so I was like, I'm just going to write down my story. And mm-hmm. like, I got a piece of paper out and I'm just like, I wrote down, you know, like what my friends would say about me, how, like, what is my life story basically? Like, you know, what are my goals, my aspirations, blah, blah, blah. And then I like to take words that you might use. So like, I'm determined. Mm-hmm. Well, determined's kind of boring. So mm-hmm. then I go and I search on my good friend Google, other words for determined. Mm-hmm. And long story short, we with love that, Google. Right? <laughs> Google is awesome. Um, I came across the word moxie and I was like, oh my gosh, I love that word. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, it's like with anything, if you start like focusing on it, it starts coming up in your like everyday life. Mm-hmm. So then I'm like watching TV shows and I hear the name or the word Moxie. Mm-hmm. My friends, like I met a girl who works for a company named Moxie Works or something like that. So I was like, okay, like this is such a cool. I'm pretty word. sure there's like a beauty brand that's Moxie. Yeah, like I Moxie think there is. lip glosses, I think. It's like yeah. a plumping sort of. I think you're right. And mm-hmm. then there's like the hotel chain too. Mm-hmm. 
there's one in Nashville that we went to recently. So, you know, obviously moxie.com isn't available. Yeah. So then I was like, Hey, well, what about moxie K? Cause my last name is Cruz and you know, I could just, it kind of rolls off the tongue. And so, you know, I, I just slept on it and mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. I love this. Moxie means a force of character determination mm-hmm. and or nerve. Mm-hmm. So just having, mm-hmm. you know, that, where there's a will, there's a way attitude. Mm -hmm. And I strive every day to have moxie. And I like to meet other people who have moxie too, like you. Oh, I didn't know I had moxie. Yeah. Everybody has a little moxie in them, I'm sure. Yeah. No, I I think Mm -hmm. we all do, whether we identify it or not. But once you do, it can be really empowering. So what are you doing specifically with Moxie K? Like what is the business? So I consider myself like a consultant, Mm -hmm. um, but I like my passion with the business is to create brands mm-hmm. for people. So someone like you who mm-hmm. is starting your podcast, mm-hmm. well, you've probably, you've got a name, obviously mm-hmm. a logo and stuff. I could have came to you. Right. I know I should have. No, it's <laughs> fine. I, it's no big deal, but that's not even, that's like what I call like the surf. You're scratching mm-hmm. the surface of building a brand. So there's so much more that goes into it. And I love the storytelling aspect, mm-hmm. to, you know, helping my clients determine how they want their target audiences to feel when they see your logo or when they hear your podcast or when they look at your website. So, mm-hmm. you know, making sure that all of that is consistent across mm-hmm. all platforms. And then there's also the fun stuff that's like helping them pick out colors. Yeah. I was about to say the colors the color like part, are so yeah, fun. It is really fun. And, you know, I love name storming, which I've already spoke mm-hmm. to, but, you know, coming up with all the names that, you know, we go back and with the client and, do you like this? Do you not like this? Tell me what you hate about this. And mm-hmm. then we go from there. So it's a very collaborative experience, but primarily I help build brands. And then, you know, we do build logos too. Mm-hmm. And I run social media accounts for people as mm-hmm. well. Um, and we're just here to kind of whatever people need help with. I love to share my skills. Yeah. With, so. You're really good at it. And like, Thanks. I always think of Sarah Gust, our mutual friend, slow as yeah. folk. Like, yes. I don't know where Slow as Folk came from, but it just like makes so much sense for her and mm-hmm. who she is. And her logo, yeah. I think, is just perfect. And mm-hmm. like, it just makes so much sense for her. Like, she, that was actually a rebrand. Mm-hmm. So when I met her, she was already working underneath her like art name, which was mm-hmm. Folk Sense. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I just don't vibe with that anymore. And I was, I told her the exact same thing that I just mm-hmm. said, like, I was like, go write down your story or talk to me about who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. And then, like, obviously, can I say fuck? Yeah, okay. you can. <laughs> yeah. I, like, I cuss a lot on here. So, okay, good. So the, the pun would be you're slow as fuck. Like, you oh, know? Oh, I never got it. Yeah. Like, but then, obviously. <laughs> but I'm also a little folk. slow. <laughs> you fit perfectly. It's fine. Um, and, you know, so that was kind of the funny part. But then it's still folk is her, like, kind of her um, art. Oh, my God. I had vibe. no idea. Vibe is not the right word for that. But you know what I mean? Like, yeah. artists have certain, like, because I, you know, I got very like folky vibes from her, but not like yes. that stereotypical folk. Like well, she's like, I can't even describe Sarah. Yeah, she's such an interesting character. She's amazing. She really is. Her. She's like a caricature of a human, and I really appreciate yeah what she gives off. And she she's starting to now. If you look at her earrings that she's doing currently, because she makes earrings and she still does her artwork as well, but now she's crafting the polymer clay earrings Mm -hmm. and they're actually more of that folk ivory design. Mm -hmm. So, and she was telling me like, it's just kind of like combined now, like Mm -hmm. her, 
passions are combining yeah. in the form of these earrings. And I think mm-hmm. it's, it's, I feel like she's strange. really coming into her brand right yes. now with, yes. so yeah, as Haley said, our friend Sarah, she makes uh clay earrings and is a local yeah. artist. Yeah. Slow as folk. And she is, uh, she's a great person and you mm-hmm. helped kind of create our brand. And I yeah. think it just really, really fits her. So Mm-hmm. Um, I think I was just nervous asking you cause I was like, you're my friend. And like, I also am the type I do things very mm-hmm. independently in my head because I'm embarrassed by things. Yeah, and I know well, with you, you would never judge, but yeah. in my mind, I'm just like, it's hard for me. I remember my friend, Amanda, who you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, she, I just was like, I've never met this person. She's mm-hmm. just my internet friend. Mm-hmm. She could judge the hell out of me, but I'm just going to tell her this idea and she's either going to say it's stupid or it's great and then I'm going to go with it. But Mm -hmm. I just need to tell someone who I don't have to look in their eyes. (laughs) And so I told her and she was just really supportive about it. And now looking back, I'm like, I should have told you. I should have asked you. But I mean, I'm still very new, very young. There's always things that I can do. And I want you to help me with, like, if I do a website and, like, bookings and stuff like that. That's my plan. Yeah, so much more to just then, you know. Exactly. We can collaborate on any level. Exactly. And I'm just happy to even be here on your podcast. Well, welcome. (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I feel like even though this podcast is very, like, started out its roots as very, like, witchy, cosmic, astrology, tarot-based, like, Mm -hmm. I also want to showcase, like, creative sides of people, business sides of people, and then, again, just, like, people's stories. So, I guess a little bit, like, girl boss, I've never listened to any of her stuff. I've never Mm -hmm. read anything from her, and so many people tell me to, and I'm just like, okay. yeah. And then I don't. You you and your... And whenever you ask Carly if she's ever watched anything, just expect for her to say no. Yeah. Like she never watches, TV, yeah. like, TV series or anything like that, so. Yeah, last night, like, we were hanging out with um, my good friend, Andre, and her husband, Nick. And Nick's like, so what are you watching lately? And Haley automatically answered for me and was like, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> she's not doing it's, anything. Yeah. Well, you do stuff. You're just not consuming yourself with Netflix. Yeah, it's basically. just. It's hard for me to like sit down and like watch or listen to media. Even podcasts I find really hard to listen to. My attention span is very small. <laughs> well, it better be good then if you're yeah. like this one. It needs to be I know. Awesome. Yeah. So. But then it's going to be so weird listening to myself. So It always is. Yeah. And you're going to like hardcore judge yourself. But. Exactly. So I think I'm just going to upload these and just hope that they're good. So The beauty is in the process. Yeah. And you're going to – this is like your first – few so you'll get better at it this is going to be my second episode I think so I have my first introduction and then this one I felt like this would appeal to both my local audience and then also my like cosmic witch group as well Mm -hmm. because we're about to get into the Mm -hmm. cosmic-y stuff of things right and what you're doing which I think is exciting Mm -hmm. um so that's a great transition oh my god I'm so amazing (laughs) when you just have conversations yeah so if you you have been working with um a friend of yours mm-hmm. learning about life alignment right. and atonement. What's the full? So there, yes, life alignment, and then there's the body code, and then what you're saying was court of atonement. Yes, um, and there's a few other ones too mm-hmm. that I've been working. She's been working on me doing. Oh, <laughs> cell phone didn't silence that. <laughs> I didn't um, silence my little like um. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Phone has been silent. It's okay. Um, so yes, Ellen, she uh just recently, she's a paralegal, um, but her side biz is 
called fine-tuned frequencies, mm-hmm. um, frequency. And so she is essentially what it sounds like fine-tuning people's frequency because everything, every single thing has energy to it. And so I have be, I mean, I don't even know where to start. Like I just, kind it's of, a lot. Like yeah, even like, when you talk about it, I'm like, what is this? Like it's I, so much. Yeah. And I'm probably, I'll just kind of speak to my experience, but you know, I'm the type of person where if, if someone's doing something really cool, I'm like, tell me about it. Mm -hmm. And clearly I could see that she was passionate about Mm -hmm. doing energy work. And that was something that she's worked a lot on. She's certified. She's got different types of certifications. Um, And there's only one other person here in Bowling Green that does something similar to what she's trying to do. Wow. So she is definitely starting, you know, from the Mm -hmm. bottom up here, especially. Um, But, you know, it's moving forward. It is energy work is going to be, very huge for people Mm -hmm. because what it is. So, you know, basically I'll go over and see her and I'll lay on like a massage table and what I'll do, she'll ask me, what do we need to work on? So for example, I'll say, I'm feeling really blocked with my career or something like along those lines. And so she has a pendulum that she can, um, she's like used and taught herself how to know, like, you ask it a yes or no question and it swings one way for yes and swings the other way for no. So I give her my, basically my intention for the life alignment. And then she'll say, you know, does Haley need this blah, 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 blah. And like, it'll say yes or no. So I'll lay on the table and she'll kind of go down my body. Um, like with doing different things this is an awful explanation. <laughs> However, uh, what will happen is, my body, essentially my energy, the frequencies coming off of my body will tell her what needs to be worked on, where that blockage is coming from in terms of, you know, whether it's in my head, you know, area, or it's maybe like the last time was my gallbladder, Mm -hmm. like, which was crazy because I actually had like stuff going on with my gallbladder. That is crazy. I told you about that with my Mm -mm. blood work. I thought I did. But So wow, she, I can't believe you didn't right. tell me something. What a terrible I know. friend! <laughs> Goodness gracious! Um, it so, sounds very similar to Reiki, but Reiki is more of, yeah. so um, chakras. Yes, where it sounds like this is more actual, this like is, your right. I almost said limbs, but that's not right. the correct word. <laughs> your um, it your insides, your innards. Right. Well, and I, it still is your chakras too. Yeah, and like that's kind of what it's divided into. Mm -hmm. And she has different charts than Mm -hmm. maybe a a Reiki person does. Um, But what will happen is something will come out and it'll be like, okay, at age 22, you experienced trauma and there's like different emotions that were attached to that. And Mm -hmm. so what she'll do is she'll ask me, does that resonate with you? What does that mean to you? Mm -hmm. And you could be like immediately like, holy shit, that's what that was. Or you could be like, I have no freaking clue what you're Mm -hmm. talking about. Regardless, though, what will happen is she releases that for mm-hmm. you. So, like, there's different – she does, like, a certain, like, tap and stuff like that. But regardless of if you know it, like, right off the top of your head, your conscious knows it and it's holding on to it. Yeah. I'm so, still trying to figure one out that she told me. Like, she said yes. something about, like, seven years ago something started where – It was, like, your fire, though, I think, or something. Not – I don't – it was about women. It was, like, I okay. – feel very intimidated by Mm -hmm. women, yeah, which I thought was weird because I thought it would be more so men. And, and it could be, it could have been like the most tiniest little interaction. And I have no idea what it, it makes sense to me because Mm -hmm. I do get very like, 
Yeah. If there is someone, if I have a manager and she's a woman, I get very like, oh my God, like I need Mm -hmm. to make sure that they're happy. Like they, Mm -hmm. women can be very, I think going to beauty school too, women Mm -hmm. can be very like cutthroat. So I get very untrusting. of. I think that's the word she used like seven years ago or something (laughs) like that. Like I became untrusting of women, which I thought was weird, but it was around like, I had a lot of stuff going on. Like I had a house fire. I dropped mm-hmm. out of college. I went to beauty school and my grandmother died like all right. within a same period of time. Right. So I'm like, I don't know how any of this becomes untrusting of women, but I understand with a bunch of traumas, a bunch of things can happen. Yeah. So, but that's one I think about a lot. And I'm like, yeah, that one, I remember when she told me I was really surprised by, and I'm still trying to figure out that moment, but it yep. makes sense. Like yeah. I get it. And when, yeah. And so basically what she did for you was release that for mm-hmm. you. So it's not an issue anymore, mm-hmm. whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And for me, most of the time when I get off the, the, um, table, I feel like li- lighter mm-hmm. and like airier, I guess would be the word. And you just kind of feel like at peace mm-hmm. most of the time. I mean, that's not for everyone. I think everyone handles energy differently. I get really tired. Yeah, I remember when she did mine. And yeah. you sleep super hard that night or, you know, mm-hmm. you're just, just like when you get a massage, like mm-hmm. you're supposed to drink a lot of water because it takes a lot out of you and your muscles. And then like you just knock out like mm-hmm. that night and it's like, amazing yeah so sometimes when I do life alignments it's very gradual and Mm -hmm. sometimes it's like I just got hit by a bus yeah so we do that and and you can do it once a week like it's kind of whenever I feel like okay something's off I'm not in balance I feel off Mm -hmm. so let's do a life alignment Mm -hmm. or let's do the body code or you know stuff like that so that's what Mm -hmm. I do with her yeah, she's awesome. And now you're starting to learn how to do that stuff. Yeah. So there's a portion of the energy world that's called the balance procedure. And it's like it originated from Jenny Cox, I think is her name. And she's from, I want to say London. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. I think it's not America. It's not an American thing. Um, but that you do not need a certification to do or learn. Mm-hmm. So it's all about your life path number because it believes that we we all as humans go through nine cycles mm-hmm. every, you know, it's like every nine years you're in a different cycle. So, and I can't remember mine off the top of my head, but I know we did it with you too. Yeah. But essentially it's telling you, okay, like you're in life cycle nine. That means you're about to like start a new journey or blah, 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 blah. And so that's the first portion of it. But then you also can say like on a daily basis, if I feel like I am getting depressed or if I'm getting anxious or if I am just feeling very down when I wake up, okay, then I've trained myself to be like, okay, well, then that means that I'm out of balance. Mm -hmm. So I can then do the balance procedure, which has these nine cards Mm -hmm. that have vortexes on them. And I've already tuned those cards to me. So basically all I have to do is hold the cards to my chest and take a deep breath in and a deep breath out. And then you say balance and you can do it as many times as you need to, but it's definitely, it like shifts energy Mm -hmm. and it has to do with the vortexes in the cards first of all, but then it also has to do with, again, the energy and the frequencies that are going through the cards and giving your energy that you're giving off in your body. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I remember when you brought them over, I thought they were so interesting, but I remember I was like, what 
the fuck? Like, (laughs) what is this? And there is so much to it. Like, and you have to say in this certain way. And like, we didn't even do it with you. No, because the cards to you. Yeah, it is. It's it's a lot. A lot. Yeah. But and you have to be like in the right headspace for it. And I think that night, both of us were like probably drinking a little bit of wine and just like, what this is this and whatever. Like, just having fun with it. Like, yeah. And um, but yeah, no, I think it's really interesting. I feel like. I don't like to say things are like fads by any means, like in what we do, but like, I feel like human design and manifestation Mm -hmm. starting to become really big right now. And then I feel like what you're doing is going to be like the next thing that like comes up that people are really like, Mm -hmm. what is this? What? Cause I can, it all is very similar. Like I feel like Reiki was really popular and it's Mm -hmm. very similar to Reiki and also kind of similar to human design where I just had my first reading with um, my friend Isla and she was saying uh, there was a lot of like energy buildup in my stomach and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it just like, I don't know, a lot of it is very similar practices, but also very different at the same time. So I could right. definitely see this, um, the cards and life alignment oh, yeah. being something that just like starts coming like, up. Yeah. I feel like you just need the perfect cocktail for like, in, like for your health, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just need all of the pieces to put mm-hmm. together and then that's what makes you the most healthiest version of mm-hmm. yourself. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I'm on the path of discovering, mm-hmm. you know, what, what do I need? And there has been so much bullshit that's come because of this oh, pandemic, yeah. but the good thing that's come out of this pandemic, I believe is slowing down. Oh, for sure. Refocusing on people as humans mm-hmm. We're all humans and for so long we've just like, you know, just avoided our human instincts, Mm -hmm. like what we need Mm -hmm. versus what someone else needs of us or what someone else wants or what do we want in terms of like greed and stuff like that. But when when something like a pandemic happens, it's like you're stuck with the basics Mm -hmm. and you kind of got to go back to square one and be like, you know, what's important to me? What matters? Do I have my basic necessities? And so with that, I think, yeah, like the tarot cards, the Reiki, the life alignments, the yoga. I love doing yoga yeah. and stuff like that. So just stuff to kind of fill my cup up so that I can help other people too. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I've said this since the beginning of the pandemic. Like this is an opportunity for all of us to slow down. Mm-hmm. Um, I already had like my months of like slowing down. I remember I felt so much guilt for it. Like I felt like I needed yes. to go back to work. I felt like I was yeah, I a nuisance to society. Like mm-hmm. I just felt like I was a leech, like horrible thoughts about myself. Yeah. And then I remember once everybody was no longer working, I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Like nobody's yeah. working. Like it's more chill. Yeah. Like so. And more just like less scary. I feel like. Mm-hmm. So. And you don't feel as alone because you right. know that everybody's struggling. Like, <laughs> Life Whether it's sucks. good or bad, yeah. yeah, we'll take it, I guess. Yeah. Like, we have no other choice. But. It's like, well, I'm working now, but it's right. you're now not working, but right. it's like... I did the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone else. Yeah. But Everyone that's else okay. is going back to work, and I said, nope, <laughs> and I quit my job, so... But I don't think you're the only one that's done that. Right, yeah. So I just had to... It got to a point where I was like, I need to go back to work, like, yeah. for my sanity, for... Yeah. My mental health, like I need to go back. So, and you were the opposite where for my sanity, for my mental health, I need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> you need to get up. So. Yeah. And do your own thing and focus on yourself. Yeah. And just figure things out. You know, you just need, I needed a break. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So now that you're working from home, you have a coworker with you, Stevie. So you have a dog. I do. Yes. Co-worker. So I have a dog. Yeah. I have a two-year-old golden doodle who is 
so angelic looking, but she has a devil inside of her for sure. I mean, yeah. But she's super cute. Um, I think anyone and everyone who's ever met her loves her. She's It's she's, hard not to. Yeah. Like, I get very frustrated with Stevie. <laughs> yeah, because she, she's literally like a toddler. She I mean, really she's is. She's like a two-year-old. She's just so, like, She thinks she's like sometimes. a tiny chihuahua and can be a lap yeah. dog. But, like, <laughs> you get annoyed because she's trying to get into your lap. But then when she's in your lap, you're like, Aww. Oh, but it's so nice. I know, and you but just then she'll only stay her. there for like five minutes, and you're like, "Oh, okay." And Fine. then, yeah, so she has her yeah. moments where I'm like, "Bitch," but yeah. then other moments yes. where I'm like, "Oh, Stevie!" Oh like, my gosh, yeah, she definitely. Yes, I totally can agree with that. But yeah, and then we've had weird experiences yes. recently mm-hmm. with her. I'll let you kind of like. So, or I guess I can. Well. I'll talk about the house a little okay. bit. Yeah. So as we mentioned earlier, my dad is our landlord and this house was owned by a family friend of mine. And I don't want to get too much into her details just because I feel like, I don't know, it feels weird. Like I feel yeah. like I should respect her life. And we don't want to bring her back. And we don't want to bring <laughs> her here. back. And I also want to respect like my family and yes. her friends and stuff yeah, and honor her in a good way. Right. Cause she was a magical person. Um, but she unfortunately passed away unexpectedly mm-hmm. and she's pretty young. She's very young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my parents, not like our age young, but like she was right. She was yeah. like in her thirties, right? Or no, no, oh, she was okay. like in her fifties. Oh, but I didn't know that. I think, yeah, she was, like, in her 50s. Well, still too yeah. young to just die. Yeah, so. too young to just, like, mm-hmm. in the way it was, was very unexpected. So mm-hmm. um, she was a family friend, and my parents took care of the house, like, after her passing, and then it just so happened that they got the house afterwards. Um, and we have learned that she did not know that she died. She did not realize that she passed away. Mm -hmm. So she's just been hanging out around the house. Like, um, I think Haley's energy is really strong energy. So, and we'll get into it, but you were able to get her out, but she, I don't have that strong energy and willpower that Haley has. Well, I think because I started making some adjustments to the house, like with the landscaping up front was like the first run in with her. Mm -hmm. So she has like all of these p- little pebbles mm-hmm. in the front flower beds. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I, first of all, I'm not, I do not do landscaping very well, but I did know that I did not like how it looked. So I was like, I just want mulch. That's all mm-hmm. I wanted. So I started trying to get all of the rocks out and long story short, it was like hell. Like yeah. we got the rocks in, like I was, this is how stupid I am. I was scooping rocks, shoveling rocks for a whole day into a trash can. My trash can. Into your trash can. <laughs> and I then step two would have been to move the trash can. Well, you can't move a trash can when you- Full of rocks. Yeah, when you like load it with rocks, which is <laughs> AKA concrete basically. So it's like, fuck. So I was like, okay, now I've got this trash can. It was a whole ordeal. Then Nick was trying to move the rocks into the backyard. Mm-hmm. Well, the trash can wouldn't fit into the door into the backyard. Well, mm-hmm. then he was coming to bring it back up to me. And the next door neighbor was like, oh, yeah, that was Angela's, like, project. Like, she starts talking about Angela. And I'm like, holy cow. I was like, that was my first thing. And then the second time was when I painted the front door red. Mm -hmm. And Stevie got out. And she almost got – she was, like, running towards, like, really busy areas Mm -hmm. of the roads. And I'm like, okay, she is not happy that I am moved into this house and changing it. Mm -hmm. Like, I just got that vibe Mm -hmm. from her. It makes a lot of sense. Like her style was definitely not modern. 
It's definitely yeah. 90s cheetah print, yellow. red, yellow, golds, like yes. browns, like very earthy tones. Yeah. Um, and very like single gal who drinks a ton of wine and wears like stilettos, like just very much that. She sounds awesome. Um, she was a great person. She was she was such a party. Like she was really fun. And mm-hmm. uh, what's funny, like after she died, like I said, my parents took care of the house, and my mom had all of these incidents where she saw something in her head or she felt inclined to open something Mm -hmm. or find something like she'd be like I need to find a yellow envelope or I need to look inside of this and there would be something very personal of Angela's there or like something Mm. useful like or that's crazy yeah the craziest things like you know or things that maybe like people don't need to see like maybe we need to put this away or uh like oh here's some of her bills or here are important life things like Mm -hmm. here's her insurance like so Angela was constantly directing my mom where to look what to open and Mm -hmm. um what to do with things and so that was really interesting and my mom even asked a question the other day well if Angela didn't know she died how was she able to direct me so I leave that question to the audience (laughs) to contemplate because that's something I'm still thinking about as well. Right. Um, But I don't know how that's maybe just a conversation for a different day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there could be so many theories. Yeah. Yeah. So you saged the front house. I did. Yeah. Almost two years ago now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it it helped. You guys mm-hmm. didn't experience anything from Angela, really. Oh, the other thing that happened was the sage kept going out mm-hmm. when I went into our master bedroom, which was her bedroom. Oh, yeah. And she, it was almost like she was like, no. Yeah, I'm like, not I'm leaving. I'm not leaving. Yeah. So I had to just hold the lighter up to the sage <laughs> and be like, I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> let it go. Yeah. That's what I was singing. And yeah. um, I also, I just want to like preface this as well. Like we, I now know that sage is culture appropriation. So I try not to use it that much when I don't need to. And I try, I have one little thing of sage right now and I hate to like let it go to waste, but I do just want to preface that now that I understand that it's culture appropriation to be using sage. However, at the time we did not know that and we were just doing what we could at the time. Someone like told me to do that. Yeah, exactly. So, Mm -hmm. and same for me, like we were just directed by people to do these things, but I realize the error of our way. So if you are listening, that's something that pops up to you. Just know we understand (laughs) that it was a mistake on our part, but it did help us. Mm -hmm. And um, Sage isn't really ours to use, I guess, but Mm -hmm. it did serve its purpose for us, which I'm thankful for. Right. So we were able to get Angela out of your place. The medium that I work with, Anna, she even said Angela does not want to leave. So it makes Mm -hmm. sense to me that you were like, yeah, yeah, the bedroom, she's not, like, we right. can't even light the sage. Right. So, for me, recently, I have been dealing with a lot I won't really go into, but I've been, my mental health has probably been the worst that I've ever experienced in a long time. And I remember the biggest emotion I was feeling during those dark moments was, like, loneliness. Like, I just mm-hmm. felt so isolated from the world. I felt so lonely. I felt so but then also didn't want to be around anyone to like Mm -hmm. make it better. And I, like we said, I'm such a seven, right. I'm an extrovert. I thrive being around people, but I just wanted to be 
in a dark house away from the world mm-hmm. and just alone. Mm-hmm. And I'd been noticing this like dark thing around my bed. And um, I just was like, this is weird. Whatever. I'm going to ignore it because doing tarot, I've really opened up those doors and we'll get into those opening doors of like yes. Stevie and that story. But yes. I've opened up a couple doors on accident because I am new to this and I just be careful y'all. And, um, (laughs) I just never thought anything of it. I was like, whatever, it's a spirit. They're here. They're manifesting by my bed, whatever. Um, so I spoke to Anna again and she was saying, you know, it is Angela and, uh, Angela was a party girl and we just came to the conclusion she used my area of the house to have parties. And like, Mm -hmm. she also hated when people lived in this part, like she would rent it out to people and would just hate, hate, hate that they lived here. So we just came to the conclusion that she was annoyed that I was in here. And also she knows me as like a child. So she's like, why is Carly here? She's running the party. Like I'm trying to have a fun time and there's a child here. I'm setting emotions for her. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I really just fed off her loneliness as well. Yeah. Cause that's not an emotion I tend to feel. Mm -hmm. Um, And if I do feel that way, I want to get out of that. And so to feel so trapped, it just made, a lot of sense that I was feeding off of her loneliness. And so ever since Anna cleared her energy, I think I've just, it's been a world of difference. I mean, there were some other things I've done like mental health therapy wise that changed some things, but like that really helped. It's, I mean, huge shift for you, huge shift. I was able to just like one day get up and just like clean every inch of this apartment, which hasn't been done Mm -hmm. in so long. Like I got everything, everything is like spotless. Like so smells really good. Yeah. Like I, (laughs) I like to have things clean, but I think just that energy was really sucking the life out of me. So it just, well, I mean, think about it. Like if you have a friend who is such a Debbie Downer, Mm -hmm. who's always bitching about something like Mm -hmm. how, when you hang out with that person, how does that make you feel? Yeah. Like shit. Like, you know, it's like their energy rubs off onto you. So it makes total sense that even some like a, a ghost essentially exactly. a spirits energy would do the same to you. Mm-hmm. That was like this whole place is being consumed by. Exactly. So, so, and it was, I've had people work on, it's funny the week before two weeks ago, maybe, maybe even three, probably more actually. I don't remember. Yeah. Time is an illusion wait, to wait, me. And uh, TV? TV or no? I was going to talk about, um, when I had someone who attached to my energy field, did I tell oh, you about this? I don't know. If you did. And I had someone work on the energy in my house, and I've had and I had a Reiki, um, a professional Reiki person cut cords off of me as well. Mm. And I thought that would get rid of Angela, but yeah. I think Angela was just so stubborn it didn't. Instead, yeah. it got rid of the bigger energies. But I agree, I had someone attach themselves to my energy field. They broke a plate in my house. This is like a spirit or her energy. I don't know. It was crazy. It was a really bad time. It was the worst for my mental health. Someone was sucking my energy out of me. Mm -hmm. Angela wanted me to get out so she could party it up. (laughs) And then now we can transition. I was also trying to read tarot and, Mm -hmm. you know, because all of quarantine, that's all I did. That's how I paid my bills was reading tarot. And I made a ton of friends. It wasn't just for paying bills, but it was a hobby I picked up. I got to make so many friends meet so many of you guys. And yeah, so I, I just unintentionally opened these doors and just mm-hmm. was having the energy sucked out of me. Mm-hmm. And there was one night where I was reading for like three or four people. 
and a couple spirits came through, whether I acknowledged them in the reading or not. And I remember the weirdest things just kept happening that night. Like I was having such bad technology trouble. My work called in the middle of a reading and I had to go, I had to leave the reading. I had to go to work because they forgot a key. Um, government agencies were calling me like, mm-hmm. um, And just like a lot of stuff was just trying to stop me from these readings, like just trying Mm -hmm. to interrupt my time and not wanting me to go through with them. And then all of these like spirits were coming through a couple of the readings. I was able to connect just a little bit, not a whole lot, but, Mm -hmm. and it just, I was so angry. I was so exhausted. It was a really bad night for readings. Mm -hmm. And then the next day you called me so you can go into this. Yes. So when all of that was happening, I had no idea if you were even Mm -hmm. home, but I was in one of our bedrooms having my online therapy, which has been amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, And all I knew, all I heard was Stevie like bang at the door. And eventually I came out. My husband was like, I don't know what's going on with her, but we were out on the front porch. He was with his sister and they were, they said they were sitting on the front porch and they were bringing Stevie out and she was outside for less than like a second. And she freaked out and like immediately wanted back inside, which for her is like weird. So weird. Yeah. Cause like she would do anything to get outside. Like she loves being outside. So, and what happened was what I, when I heard the big thud at the door, that was when she came back into the front door and she went immediately to my door mm-hmm. and like smacked the door <laughs> because I think she was so scared. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, well, let's try the backyard. Let's see if she'll go out back. Maybe there's like something in the front yard that we just didn't see. So they try to like let her out back. She wouldn't even come near the back door. And so eventually I got out of therapy and I'm like, what is going on? And they told me, well, I started looking at her and she is just shaking and her tail is in between her legs. And that's so not like like, Stevie. No. And she's like panting. And I'm like, what is like, if this goes on for any longer, I'm calling the vet because like, this was crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. and they just, all they could tell me was like, maybe she saw something when she was outside and she kept kind of looking at the front window a little bit, but she wouldn't go near windows or anything. And so I just held her and I'm like, you know, it's okay. It's Mm -hmm. fine. Well, the next day I went to work and I asked Ellen who does energy work. I said, will you check her? Because another fun part of energy is that people can do it on animals too. Mm -hmm. And kind of like, it's a way of communicating with your pet. So Mm -hmm. that's really fun. But so do that with uh, boobies with Apollo. Yes. It's so fun. There's even actually a person who is called an animal communicator. Oh, wow. Who can actually like communicate and get, words from your animals. Which That's is so crazy. A whole other thing. But so I asked Ellen. You probably just say Carly, 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 Carly over yeah, and over. Yeah, <laughs> probably. It just wants me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so I asked Ellen to run essentially like a body code on mm-hmm. Stevie or emotion code and see if what happened, like what, what was going on with her. And so Ellen came back and she showed me basically what had happened was fear popped up i believe it was but then three entities popped up for that her is so crazy it so, gave me chills just now even though i've heard the story and is, i've told the story well, it what gave, gave me chills. chills was after i called you because then you oh, know yes. knowing that you're into that stuff and you mm-hmm. i know that you were like you've been doing tarot card readings and all the stuff so you know i got back home and she kind of got a little better because what ellen did was ellen released them mm-hmm. you know released that negative energy she said it didn't have to be bad ghosts or mm-hmm. bad entities. It did not have to be negative. It could just be that, you know, animals get mm-hmm. those vibes or they can see things that we can't mm-hmm. and it just spooked her. 
So by the end of that night, though, she was going back outside finally. I kind of had to shove her a little bit, mm-hmm. but she was good. But then I called you, and mm-hmm. I was like, you got to call me because I got to tell you I was freaking this. out that yeah. night because I was like, what is it? What's going on? Yeah. I thought you were, like, mad at me or something. No. <laughs> I know. You were like, I'm, hold on. I'm calling you now. Um, like, I was at work, at work, too. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I was like, like, it's really fine. You are like, no. Yeah, I need to call you. Because my mind was just spinning. So if we're yeah. listening, so sorry. I did take a phone call on the job. <laughs> personal call. Sorry. <laughs> um, so yeah. And I told, I told you about what happened and you were like, shut the fuck up because you were reading tarot. Mm-hmm. You were in a certain person's card reading the grandfather. I think you said yeah, it was the grandfather like, kind of came through mm-hmm. and you, the whole time, the time that that happens. I know because my therapy started at seven. Mm-hmm. I think it was. That's when you started your tarot card reading. Mm-hmm. So it's between like seven and eight thirty, mm-hmm. and the whole time frames matched up for when you were reading. Yeah. And Stevie had her little experience. Episode. Yeah. yeah. It was so weird. Like, it was and what's crazy weird. is I don't even remember. Like, look, I'm very thankful that I am able to after a card reading, I'm able to just like wash mm-hmm. it off of me. I'm able to get off. Like, I don't remember who my clients are. I don't remember what our conversations were. I don't Mm -hmm. remember what we talked about, which could be annoying to the client because they could be like, oh my God, it's my second reading with you. And I'm like, I don't even remember the first. Yeah. But I don't remember who this client was. I could go back and look, but I still remember her. It was her grandfather. And I remember white and blue checker. That was Mm -hmm. something he was trying to show to me for some reason. Mm -hmm. And anytime I think about Stevie's thing, I think of white and blue checker and I think of him and I think he probably was there. Yeah. I think Angela probably was one. Mm -hmm. And weirdly our neighbor, I think Mm -hmm. something attached to her was the third. Oh yeah. At first I was like, okay, this witch bitch. I was like, she's trying to be like, put a curse on Stevie. (laughs) Because Stevie barks at her. Yeah. We think our neighbor is a witch, but not like a good witch, like kind of like a... a yeah, weird witch. Just a weird witchy vibe. Yeah. She gives off. And, you know, Stevie is very kind. She loves love, but she barks like she's about to attack that lady. Like, yeah. <laughs> anytime she sees her. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to trust that. Yeah. When dogs, Apollo was here, he would yeah. stand and bark. I there. think dogs have like a sixth sense about that. Yeah. Thing, so. And it's like, it took him a while to go over there and bark. Like, he was scared mm-hmm. to go over to that fence. It's like, so weird. I know. So. So I mean, it, and it could be the fact she has like 10 cats too. But yeah. She I also know. just really gives off the aura, the vibe that she doesn't yeah. really want to be messed with or like talk yeah. to or. Right. It almost feels like there's a force field over her house. Like it's yeah. really odd. It's very interesting. So yeah, yeah. I definitely, I, that night was crazy. Just mm-hmm. something kept trying to stop me. And it's like, I wonder if those three mm-hmm. entities were for me to be like, stop reading tarot. And since that night, I haven't taken any clients like mm-hmm. not because that was like a energy draining sort of night. It just, I remember I've just learned if I get mad at my work, I probably shouldn't be doing the work. Right. Same with just doing facials. Like mm-hmm. if I'm getting mad at what I'm doing or mad at a client, there's a problem. I don't feel good. It's going to affect your quality. Exactly. Too. And I felt that night, I just felt so angry and that's not a feeling I like to feel. So since then I just haven't picked it up. And then yeah. I think it was a good thing because it was like all the stuff that was happening with Stevie, all the things happening around me that was trying to stop me from reading tarot, almost trying to say like, yeah. you need to protect yourself because they came for Stevie, but next they're coming for you, they're, bitch. Yeah. Like, Yeah. She didn't pee for like a total of like 48 hours. Like I literally had to like 
take her outside that's crazy and be like go potty and yeah. she would even just like bare minimum not go to the yard <laughs> like pee on the sidewalk I'm like oh my gosh or we took her for a walk to yeah her go to the bathroom let mm-hmm. her go to the bathroom but I know man it's crazy but luckily I haven't taken any card readings for a while yeah and we've but cleared we, the energy yeah I was like you can totally do it like, yeah well it's fine yeah I think right now like I'll pick it up later right yeah. now I just have a lot on my plate that I need to workout yeah and then once I work out all of those things I want to get back into tarot like I want Mm -hmm. my plan is to work on this like podcast stuff get Mm -hmm. accumulated to going back to work again Mm -hmm. um get all of my kind of I have a lot of doctor's appointments on my off day so getting Mm -hmm. those kind of worked out where I don't have as many right and then creating working with you creating the website Mm -hmm. where people can go on and book Mm -hmm. and then once I have all that in a row then I will feel comfortable again going back to tarot because it almost felt like you know when you're at work and you've worked there for 20 years and your desk has everything you've ever had for 20 years that's Mm -hmm. what it was feeling like for me yeah and I need to just like Clean. throw everything yeah. out energy mm-hmm. wise and start all over and be organized. Yeah. So sure. that's kind of what my plan is going forward with tarot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been so far a really great break mm-hmm. because I think I, again, that's the thing about spiritual journeys. We have to go on, like yeah. we have to learn yeah. how to protect ourselves mm-hmm. and we have to learn how to um, conserve our energy. Um, right. And you know, what you're getting into as well, like, although exciting and cool, mm-hmm. you don't take any clients. I don't know mm-hmm. when you'll ever be able to or want to. Right. Like, I've been very picky with that. Exactly. You have to be. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to take care of yourself. So I yeah. think it's really, really important if that's something that you're interested interested in picking up, any mm-hmm. sort of spiritual work, you need to learn how to mm-hmm. protect yourself and conserve your energy. And that's, like, the biggest advice I can give to anyone because I was – flying too close to the sun, I think. And I don't think I put us in danger by any means, but it's like clearly some fucked up shit was was happening around our house. (laughs) We were were a little little much. Yeah. yeah, We were like, fuck. (laughs) I never though felt scared. I mean, no, nothing was. Yeah. (laughs) I never, if I would have felt scared, I'd have been like, Carly, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Like, don't fucking yeah don't yeah get us killed I know I I never felt scared it's just you could tell the energy around mm-hmm. our house was just like it shifted drained yeah. and was not in a good spot and it right. was during quarantine as well so right our men both of our mental health was really bad it like was, yeah and we can obviously blame that on so many things but I think mm-hmm. obviously the spiritual work was not helping <laughs> and um oh yeah just like I don't know it's really interesting mm-hmm. I guess so yeah how does it feel having a neighbor who reads tarot or like a friend that reads tarot? I love it. I have always, I am just such an open-minded person. Mm-hmm. So before you started reading, we were at that party yes. and one of our friends, well, not really our friend, but mm-hmm. Sarah's friend did the tarot card readings. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that was my first time ever getting my mm-hmm. cards read. But I love that story because it's yeah. because of how I wanted to read tarot. Yeah. And from that point on, you were like, it made, you made it your yeah. goal to... Mm-hmm learn and you've done like you yeah. just picked it up and it was like one week you picked it up and the next week you were like golden yeah so I think that, I just really wanted a party trick yeah no I think it's a good one it's yeah. like some people know how to roll a joint and you know yeah. how to, <laughs> you know how to read tarot I don't know so uh probably not appropriate no it's okay um 
So I think you should listen to the Twilight podcast me and Andre and Kaylee just recorded. Oh, it is so Lord. bad. I'm oh, gonna have goodness. to put like warnings before. I know, like preface it. Yeah, like, that was gonna... like this, that, the other. Don't listen. Yeah. <laughs> we were gonna. I was gonna make that the second episode actually, but I was like, this is so much. Yeah. So many bad jokes, so vulgar that I was like, I need to wait a yeah. little bit. <laughs> I like get or my just foot in somewhere. Start with a bang. Yeah. No, oh, this is a good a good enough bang for me. Okay. Making jokes about rolling joints okay. and saying okay. fuck and <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Um so... this is a whole different level. Like it's okay. so bad. But anyways. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait. Oh my God. So going back to party tricks. Yeah. So I don't I mean just having a friend who does card readings, I think that, you know, I I have people, my dad passed away, my mm-hmm. best friend passed away, and, like, people who I are... about that yeah. moment I had with your best friend. Yeah, like, Stephanie, that yeah. was the whole thing. But, so I think my whole life I've been, not, I mean, I've always been, like, man, I, I know that they're there. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I know that there is more than just mm-hmm. what we see. There's more to the eye, I guess is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, like, energy, I believe in that. And so I think with tarot card readings, too, I believe in the feelings Mm -hmm. and the, like, you can be intuitive and anyone can be intuitive. It's just a matter of how you let your mind open basically. Mm -hmm. So I like to say it's like a muscle. Yeah. And the more you work on it, the stronger it gets. Exactly. So, so just having you do card reading. So I never want to take advantage of your services, (laughs) but, but I don't want to take advantage of yours either. Well, right. (laughs) We're respectful and professional, but I think, you know, it's, it's been helpful in some ways because Mm of when I've gone through life ups and downs, you know, we've pulled cards for me and you've been like, well, here's what I'm getting. Here's Mm -hmm. what I'm seeing maybe happening. Mm -hmm. And obviously anything can change depending on decisions, but it's very insightful. So, you know, you're my friend. We talk about stupid shit all the time and we're about to watch another eighties movie. We have that part of our relationship, but you're also in a way, like I was saying, like a part of my health cocktail. Mm -hmm. So like having that option, where I can come to you when I need guidance. Exactly. It's super awesome. Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Cause it's like, yeah, we have our like, let's do our stupid shit and watch like, yeah, <laughs> watch movies and like bake for each other, yeah. like cook dinner and stuff like that. And then we have our like, you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Yeah. Like, whether yeah. it's in a professional manner or like you said, the health mm-hmm. cocktail situation. So, yeah. um, but I think that concludes everything. Yeah. For today and talking about our friendship and Yay, thanks for having me. <laughs> you're welcome. It was really fun. It was really great. And thank you for yeah. sharing all of this and you can pull my card. Oh yeah. I forgot. That's something that we do here. <laughs> I pull cards at the end. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. Yeah, I, I need like, a perfect transition. Yeah. Let's pull a tarot card. So um the card today is the eight of cups, which I think is really interesting, especially with the things that we're going through right now, especially what we just talked about with like our mental health and like leaving things behind. Mm-hmm. So the eight of cups, all the cups are standing. So at one point these cups were full of abundance and they were cups that were serving us, but now we're moving on to bigger and better things and to potential and it's a rocky road ahead, but we're still willing to go into that journey of uncertainty and the excitement of it. I find the eight of um, cups to be a very positive card where I think other people may not see that because there's, there's a moon, it's dark, it can be scary, there's mountains, but I just see it for us, especially right now is uh, we're moving into a time of our lives like I said earlier, we've switched places. I'm working. You're no longer working. Like right. we're moving into this time of mm-hmm. 
potential excitement, uncertainty, and the journey yeah. is going to be, I think, well worth it in the end. So, and totally what one of my like lines I tell myself is choosing growth over fear. Yes. Like we are choosing to grow, which may be scary, but mm-hmm. we're choosing to do that over fearing it. I agree. So that's, that's a good one. I, I like know. that card too. It's like reflective. Yeah. Whenever I was shuffling, it like fell out and I was like, this is this perfect is for everything we're about to talk about. So right? I just, I did cheat a little bit guys, but it fell out. It <laughs> felt right. So, that's all that um, yeah, exactly. Feeling. So, but thank you for reminding me about the things I do on my own show. <laughs> I'm still learning. It's okay. So, but thank you guys for tuning in, uh, for the second episode. And, uh, this was Haley drop your Instagram so people can follow you. Yeah. Um, at Moxie period K on Instagram. That is the only platform I'm on because I am just social media, man. Like I, <laughs> I, I do it for my clients, but I'm like, for me personally, it can be draining. Exactly. So I get it. I just prefer Instagram. So follow me, DM me with any questions you may have. And what about your Instagram and stuff? Do you oh yeah, on? I do. It's yeah. uh, becoming with Carly, Carly with an I. Yes. And then just my personal is Carly BH, but like yeah. you can just follow my podcast one. So love it. Okay. All right. Thanks everybody. Bye.